You are listening to ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts, a quick burst of insight, thoughts, and inspiration to bring your day as an ASD Warrior. On this ASD Short, I wanted to talk about learning and, and kind of how learning happens and that sometimes we forget that it's not a straight line. It can be very curvy and it can be moments later. One of the things that I learned in this short amount of time is, you know, just taking off and really focusing on school and, you know, basically going through 10th grade again and (laughs) all the things that you learn and how you learn and then how education has changed a lot um, with core curriculum and, and different curriculum standards based on state, nations, wherever it is that you live. And it's just funny how they may change what it is and the depth that we go into studying certain topics. But what has not changed is that we're still very driven by a test and a moment in time defining knowledge on how learning took place. One of the things I have really kind of seen, I guess, in you know, being um, his teacher and working with the resource center with all the other teachers there. And, you know, you're just, you're actually kind of, you know, put into the teaching world and it's like the next best thing to going and getting a teaching job and working with all of these professionals. And, you know, you, you start to see some are very rigid, some are very by the book, some are very like, you know, learning could happen after the test when they had the light go off and, and, and shouldn't we sometimes then acknowledge that learning and understanding, not just at a point in time, right? Because one of the things that I think I have noticed, and not to get too broad in my interpretation um, based on a very narrow bit of information, but, you know, with what I've been exposed to when I was recruiting and working with organizations as a leader, um, developing my own teams and really looking at the development of an organization is that, you know, sometimes getting good grades for those moments in time, right, was not necessarily indicative of their ability to perform and think, right? We spend so much time looking at grades. We spend so much time praising the grade. We don't sometimes acknowledge the effort, the failure, the latent success, and how all of that is more indicative of life. So how do we, you know, then when we're looking at, I think I can say very strongly, a broken system and how we identify true knowledge and the ability to think and the ability to add value to our world, their lives, everyone else they touch, and then lead this journey with a child that probably does need uh, maybe more time, a different way of instruction. Their brains work different. You know, it's just... There is no linear type of process. It's windy. And the thing that we always, you know, I always say to people because, you know, people's perception sometimes, um, and they don't know. And, you know, I, God bless them for trying to sometimes have a conversation. What I need to do is refrain from going to 10 of like, oh, geez, Louise, do you understand this? <laughs> right. Um, so I have to show some grace too. So work in progress here, but 
you know, they want to say, oh, well, it takes him longer and it takes him this. And longer is not the right word, right? You know, because what I try to tell, you know, people and, and, you know, parents that I talk to that have kids on the spectrum and then parents of, you know, normally developing whatever, again, air quotes, that means it's different, you know, and having two adult children now that obviously were in that normal air quotes, neurotypical children, and then having Nathan on the spectrum. It's interesting because I have such reflection moments of, you know, some subjects with my kids, my older kids was like, you know, it was a wall constantly, couldn't see it, couldn't feel it. We tried different ways to teach it. And it was just like, it's not, it's not happening. Right. It's just, okay, let's just get through this class. We have, you know, how many more weeks of school? What do we need to pass? Move on. Right. Because at some point you're you're ruining your life, spending more time in something that isn't going to get any better. And then there are times when I can figure out the best way to approach a subject, idea, thought, whatever it is that we're studying at the time with my son, who is on the spectrum, and he just gets it. Like it's not, he owns it. There's no wall. There was just like, oh, what I needed to do is, is to put a little peephole in that wall and go, do you see it now? Oh yeah, we're good. Right? So I say that because there are times in the way that the teaching, and we all can't be in every situation in every class, it's just not possible. Right? And we can't, you know, the way the school system is now of having so many kids in class, we can't say, I need you to do this for my child because they learn different. You know, it's really a matter of you owning that. And and as much education and when you find those wonderful, loving, just souls of a teacher, you know, when you just, you know them. And we've had some wonderful ones. Mrs. Flynn being his kindergarten teacher, I just love, love, loved her. And it was a really tough year. But anyway, I digress. Um, As I always do, um, I, I think that, you know, you can't count on that all the time. And it's not to say people are bad. I'm not saying that. It's just how they see their job and how they see success, how they define success and how they define learning and the path in which you take to get there. And all I'm saying is when you look at the big picture, when we look at the life goals, because one of the things that is very different about parenting a child on the spectrum or parenting any child with a disability is that you're not looking at the grades. You're not looking at these like short-term goals. At least I know I'm not. I don't care what grades he gets. I mean, I want him to pass because I think it's a reflection of his effort and his knowledge. But truly I understanding that I have conversations with his teachers to say, hey, he finally got that. <laughs> like he owns it. Can you can you make him feel confident and good and, and also acknowledge and, and maybe let's look at, you know, how we can give praise and success and define success for that. But, you know, he gets there sometimes differently. Sometimes he gets there before. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, Again, it's the journey, right? So one thing I would say is really do spend time on the bigger picture because what I'm wanting to find out, yeah, we're going to get through this class and and I have a very different perspective and I don't mean to maybe say something that would irritate teachers, right? But I don't talk about history every day and I certainly don't write a paragraph about it. What I want Nathan to learn from history is why people made decisions. What were they up against? What kind of angst did they feel? You know, what, you know, things were barriers for them? Um, How were they treated in society? How that impacted sometimes the actions, how they felt? Because that is more important to me 
in the usage in life as to why people make decisions, why things happen in different places, and and him to understand the whys and to see it with empathy, sympathy, and, and objectivity. So when we're going through math and we're doing math and we need to understand it, we need to think through it. I'm using that. I don't know if you use algebra one, you know, every day in your life, but clearly I have not many times. I am using it now though, because I'm going through it again. But what I want him is in those situations for me to look at math and go, okay, we have to pass certain things because it's a core standard. Great. We'll get, that's not a problem, but I want him to get confidence and define success. Sometimes he figures out the Pythagorean theorem two chapters after, and then it's like the light goes off and I'm like, brilliance. We take a moment to talk about how he needed to go through some other things and see it a different way for him to get it. And that's just as important as the A on the test. Because again, when you look at big picture, you look at life skills, you look at what you want for their life. We've got to start thinking more, I guess, right? Is that so important for his success every day that he knows the Pythagoras theorem? Nope. Nope, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Unless, you know, he's an engineer in some way, or maybe he's designing certain things in kitchens and whatever. But and let's be honest, there's, there's systems for that. You've got teammates for that. If you forgot it, somebody could remind him. Does he have to memorize it? And again, I, I'm getting very, very like minute right now, and I don't mean to, but I really take time to to keep myself in that headspace because I don't get as excited about just grades. I want him to pass because I want him to gain success. And more importantly, I want the acknowledgement of his effort. Learning is not a straight line. It's not for any child. And if you really want to prove it and see if your kids learned it, not just for the test, but learned it and and learned a life skill from it and could know how to relate to it in a similar situation, then ask them something they learned six months ago. And how did that help them see something in the world different? How did that give them the confidence to make a better decision? Was there ever a moment in time they used that formula and it helped them to do something? So the point of the podcast is to give you as parents much more strength and understanding and not getting caught looking at the grades and getting caught in that moment that you've got other parents bragging about the 4.0 and this, that, and the other. And that's, it's, it is a great achievement. Don't get me wrong. And that is important in life is to have goals and achieve them and all that. I'm not taking anything away from anyone that gets that. But as our past sometimes will be different. I chose a different way to look at it, to find success and build confidence. And you can do the same as well. It really is an alignment of awareness. And we talk about Autism Awareness Month this month. It's also just advocacy. And it comes down to really knowing your child and taking moments when you maybe fell down, you didn't get a good grade on a test and look at them and go, whoosh, we missed the boat. What do you think we miss? What do you think we could learn? And don't get stuck on the grade, but really talk about, you know, hey, we really worked hard and we tried hard, but it just wasn't clicking. So maybe we need to look at it differently to see if it will click and we can know it, right? Don't get caught on those things. Don't get caught on a system that really isn't acknowledging what success should look like. 
because success is a journey. It's not a destination. And our education system points more times than not to the destination, not the journey. So until next time, God bless. Thanks for listening to My Mom on ASD Warrior presents ASD Shorts. Don't forget to subscribe to ASDWarrior.com where you can listen and download all of our podcasts and shorts that make getting your PhD and your child easier.